Hello there, and welcome to our first official episode of our new podcast, Stuck in a Side Quest. Our side quest today is going to be talking about um, Obi-Wan. Not just the character, but the new show that has came out. It's We've already watched it. Uh, spoilers. I was going to say that off the, off the rip. We're talking about everything from the first episode to the last episode. And... Joining me is Tyler, Haley, Scott, and Katie, and then myself. Um, first off, I want to start off with I absolutely love Obi-Wan. I love the show. Obi-Wan is my favorite Jedi. Um, I grew up with the prequels, and he was always the guy that I loved. He was my favorite Jedi. I inspired to be more like Obi-Wan. <laughs> but... um. The, the whole show just was everything that I needed in my life. Um, it was everything I needed in my life, and it single-handedly pulled me out of a little depression dip. Don't worry about me. I'm fine now. But it's everything, it's everything that I needed in my life at the moment that it came out. So I say it was a pretty strong redemption from uh, those three movies that came out, Disney came out with. Yeah, I mean, objectively, objectively, you can look at those movies and know that there was some pretty bad acting in the prequels. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, the story was all right, but I rewatched them, and they still they it's something that we grew up with. I mean, they came out when when was when did the first episode come out? Like twenty Yeah, yeah. So I was I was born. four years old, but. I mean that was kind of one of the starts. I loved I loved those movies. I was little. They're just I mean they're nostalgia. Yeah, that's what I was that's what I was going to say. Obi-Wan was kind of more of a big nostalgia trip and it I don't know, it just brought back a lot of memories when it comes to the prequels. Well, I feel like at first it was a nostalgia trip cuz I mean they show the little the little recap of all the prequels which I mean watching that I was like, man, I love those movies. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And but as it went on, it they didn't like overpower you with the nostalgia. Not like, not to be off topic, but this Jurassic World fucking Dominion yeah. thing or whatever. Yeah, like it was just, the nostalgia. There's a way to do it. To I mean, and it's also they forgot how to act. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other can of worms. I was it's a whole talking, other side quest. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking about redemption from. The three movies that Disney made. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Those did not do as much as this one singular show did for me. Yeah, yeah. No offense, to anybody else who liked it. There's plenty of people out there who liked it, but this show, I just was I, better than those. Then I just I, think they got Luke all wrong. I agree. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I can agree with that. I mean, even Mark Hamill agrees that. Oh yeah, wrong. So you know you done messed up. But back to Obi Wan, was there what? What was y'all's take on it? It was just a nostalgia trip. The whole time watching it take me back to well, watching Star Wars with Obi Wan and him being one of my favorite characters, if my favorite character, and it was just it was just awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's that's there's no like that's how you explain it. It was awesome. Yeah, I, that's how I do. I don't know. I just. I like the direction that Star Wars is going with all the extended content from 
I like that the movies are spaced out. Like, there's so much content that you can put in between episode three and episode four because there's all that gray area where you don't know what's happening and there's so much good stuff that they're coming out with in between that time. I feel like they're doing a really good job not overdoing it like they're doing with Marvel. Yeah. Right. I feel like Marvel is just after the first phase or whatever it was. Yeah, well, I think we're on phase five now. Uh, they were talking about phase six. Yeah. They released the stuff phase six, which is seven years away. And it's just like, but I'm talking about overdoing it with all the shows and like these Star Wars shows coming out They're they're Some of them are going to have multiple seasons and every of every one of these Marvel shows that came out is just one season and the show was good and had a backbone to make more seasons. And yeah, no, I agree. So far they're not bleeding it dry. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's not. Some so people much. do feel like they are. Though. You think so? I, bet, I mean, it's, I mean, I think the, the newer three movies, some people feel that way. Um, but Obi-Wan might be one season. Yeah. And sometimes one season's not too bad. Like, I would love more seasons because I think... Especially if... Spoilers. It's just Obi-Wan with... Yeah, Qui-Gon at the whole yeah. time. And if it's just a show with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon's just leading him through all this stuff, I'm I'm going to watch every episode that comes Right. Out. It's right. just... And, oh. But sometimes... Sometimes it's better for something like this just to be what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we always want more content because of how much we enjoyed it, but sometimes it is great just to have that and be like, you know, it was great for just for what it was. You know, if they don't do anything else with everyone, so be it. If they do, it's good either way to me. That's the good thing about Star Wars is it's not like Marvel Universe where you have the comics and you just have this set stuff that happens. And there's a lot of stuff that happens in Marvel, but... Not much stuff you can make a show about, but like the whole Star Wars universe, it's galaxy. You can, there's just so much you can make a show about and it'd be interesting. The biggest thing that, um, one of the big things that I see as through Obi-Wan and as you're all talking about, like, you know, everything's connected and they have room to work between each, all the movies and stuff. Um, Obi-Wan, like I could see Ewan McGregor as he as the show goes on you kind of see him become more like Alec Guinness's um Obi-Wan and like it's kind of hard to see that in the prequels to me but as Obi-Wan went you could see him becoming more wiser and he's becoming more like one with the force and he's not all about fighting which i mean he still kicks ass well at the end yeah, yeah. i mean at the beginning yeah he doesn't but true. when he like and that's one big thing, too, which I won't jump to that just yet, but you could see him, and that would be cool to see another season of him even growing stronger in the Force and becoming... Because they, like, they have to grow so strong in the Force that when they become the Force ghost, it's like they're nothing but what the Force is. Right. And that Force essence. Yeah. And um, that was... I loved seeing that. Like, because... Even like the hello there, like rewatching these movies, I realized that Alec, like he got that from the original trilogies that he says that. Oh yeah, and he's like, it's spot on how he got it, because they sound just almost exactly alike when they say that. I mean, they don't do it when they're talking. Oh yeah, I'm sure you know. You and McGregor did a lot of studying when it comes to that 
Like, just trying to get that right and become that character, you know? Especially when he first started off. Right. Um, I think that the second, if they do a second season, it'll be kind of hit or miss. It really depends on what they do because I feel like it needs to still be relevant and, like, maybe, like, showing the growth of, of how he becomes more one with the Force. And especially if Qui-Gon's in it, that could be interesting. But I would just hate to see them keep doing, like, two another season or two. And it ended up being like the Mandalorian, where it's like every episode is its own little, own little like small yeah. storyline, and you just kind of lose interest, and so nobody cares. I need your help. I need you to do something right. for me. I do it for you. I get your. It's help. like he's just doing side quests. Oh, oh, <laughs> see what I did. There? Well, even then, like he probably won't have Luke or Leia in it, and I absolutely love Leia. I did too. Oh yeah, Leia, Leia was fantastic. Awesome. People are saying she's too sassy or whatever, but I'm like. That's, that's what. Leia. That's who Princess Leia is. Right. Yeah. Go, go watch the original trilogy. Yeah. You'll see. And I, I even rewatched them here recently, the original trilogy. And there's a lot of stuff I didn't pick up on. Like even, I didn't pick up stuff in the prequel. Like I didn't know Anakin doesn't have a father. He was just born from the Force, like Jesus. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. And I, like even I kind of have a thing where he's supposed to be the chosen one. Anakin is, and. You could say that at the end, he actually is. He brings balance. But I thought they could have misinterpreted it as Luke's actually the chosen. It's kind of the way I felt about it. But people even say at the end, like, you know, Darth Vader stops the dark side and stops Palpatine, which I don't know how many times. If they bring that man back one more time, (laughs) I'm going to be so upset. I'm so tired of seeing that man. Right. Um. There was an interview with George Lucas where he talked about uh, he he had three scripts written when he sold Star Wars to Disney, and he gave them to him. And basically, it all comes down to where Darth Maul comes back, and he's the main villain of that the the new trilogy that he made, and because um, he loved Darth Maul and was pretty regretted getting rid of him in the first movie. But um, he talks about how Leia is actually the chosen one. That was how it was going to end, how Leia was going to be the chosen one and not Anakin nor Luke. That, that kind of leads me into a question I have. Why, why does Obi-Wan just go to look after Luke? Like, because for all they know, Leia could have been a Jedi too, you know what I'm saying? And why was nobody there to, like, watch her and, like... Well... That I mean, the Organas were there. No, I know, but like Obi Wan's waiting for Luke to show so he can like train him and do all this stuff. But it could have just as easily been Leia. So why why wasn't that a thing? Well, I would imagine if 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 Leia was to show that the Organas would call or call him or hit up Obi Wan and be like, "Hey, bro, (laughs) I don't. I think this girl's picking up shit with her mind." (laughs) I mean, I've thought about this too, and I think Leia wasn't as strong in the force as Luke was starting out mm-hmm. because it's even, and I think this is canon, but because yeah, it has to be because, um, uh, Ray gets Leia's lightsaber and Luke did train Leia to be a Jedi and she got trained. I don't know how extensive it is. I haven't read into it, but it was in the movies. Yeah, it is brought up in it is, do or do. Yeah, you see her training in the movies with Luke, do you? There's yeah. a flashback I about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean he trains her and but she decides that she that's not what she wants to do. So 
maybe it was like that's kind of like that was her destiny like she's strong in the force but she was never her destiny was never to be a jedi so women can't be jedi oh lord <laughs> there's a lot of badass jedis like ahsoka is one of the uh, bad yeah it is amazing <laughs> Ahsoka was one of my favorite characters, and um, oh, I'm sure that yeah, and I feel like her, its own. her, yeah, her yeah, show is going to be because they're probably going to throw Darth Vader back into it. Oh, in which sure. I am behind on the Clone Wars. I didn't watch it like I should have, and mm -hmm. I've, I've been watching it. Shame, shame. And there's a lot of shows I haven't been watching, but I'm I'm slowly watching them, and it, it's it's pretty great. But I don't know. Does that answer your question? So yeah. Or not? Does Leia show any signs of the Force in the original movies? Yeah, because Luke, Luke speaks to her when he's hanging off a Cloud City. Oh, yeah. He, it's when he gets his arm cut yeah. off the whole Darth Vader scene. He's yeah. hanging off, and he's like, Leia, which <laughs> Luke's <laughs> acting is a little, yeah. but yeah. he's like hanging there, and he she hears him, and that's why they go back and pick him up. Mm, okay. But it's not, like, it's probably the It's just little stuff. Yeah, like back, they couldn't do a whole bunch of stuff, but she didn't have a whole bunch of Force stuff going on. Okay. Just other than her connection to Luke, which, I mean. Maybe it's a twin thing. Yeah, and <laughs> but even, I mean, Ray and Kylo Ren, they had a connection. I mean, they have or been. conversations. They, I mean, they yeah, teleported they a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's teleported a lightsaber across the universe, and that's probably what Luke and Leia should have had, but it was the times and stuff, right. so whatever. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about this, too, because before the show came out, there was all I ever heard about was this, this fan theory that, you know, in episode three, when Anakin goes to kill the younglings and the one boy youngling talks to him master skywalker <laughs> yeah so there was there was a fan theory that somehow he escaped got away like there's a whole story about him dropping into the floor into this thing like it's extensive and i just think it's funny that that kind of like blew up and then suddenly in obi-wan reva's character basically had that storyline and like do you think that they took that and ran with it or do you think that was just like always, it's just coincidence or it was part of the plan or? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they saw that. They probably could like writers, of course they see and they're like, man, that would have been a good story. And so maybe they were like, well, we'll, we'll use that for Reva or whatever. Because I mean, Anakin stabs her when she's a kid. Yeah. And her hate is so strong that it brings her back, which I'm glad that they addressed that little plot hole. But right, yeah, I mean they the hate so is so strong that Anakin sees that and he's probably like, "Good lord, this girl's still alive because yeah. she yeah. hates so much." <laughs> and that's the reason Darth Vader he that's why he survived everything. That even explains him. I mean, he gets his leg and arm cut off, and he's still alive. I mean, he just catches on fire. And catches on fire. Right. Turns into a burnt hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and even I saw this thing and um, it's in a comic, which it might not be canon. I don't, I know there's legends and canon, but there's like one thing where he's facing Darth Maul as Darth Vader. And which it probably is. Well, he might face him, but. And like, he beats Darth Maul and Darth Maul's like, Jesus, man, like. 
what do you hate this much? And Darth Vader was like, myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whew. It's deep. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to mess with that guy anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's how, I mean, even in that, you can see that he hates Obi-Wan so much that he doesn't even do the smart thing and go after the rebels. He goes after Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. Which it goes to one of the greatest fight scenes I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Definitely. I I mean, I was like screaming the whole time during that. So what were y'all's first impressions of these characters? Um, I thought and, that little Leia was great, but not really a big fan of little Luke. And I know he didn't get a lot of like TV time, but it it just wasn't there for me on that one. Yeah, I mean, he was, I don't know, this, I think how Luke's character is, I mean, he's supposed to be like all good, this look, which not to jump around, but real quick in the, uh, in, uh, and six, yeah, six. Luke is super cocky. Have y'all ever like? Have you rewatched it yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He's like, super cocky. Weirdly cocky. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was like, watching that. And I was like, this man thinks he's he's like he's hot shit. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, that's like, yeah. When he's all like, energy, got big dick energy as a Jedi. <laughs> it's like I have brought you these three droids or these two droids, and he's just kind of. Like being all mischievous and shit. That yeah, but then he's like, he's like, you don't want to do that, Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super powerful. Bring it on. Use my but mind powers on you, Jabba. The question that you asked, Haley, are you talking about like when they first popped up in the prequels or in the Obi Wan episode? I mean, do you think they they do it justice? You know, like from, yeah, I, from the prequels too. Yeah, I think they do. Like even the little excerpts where they have Hayden Christian or Anakin as Anakin and Obi-Wan training and stuff like yeah he looks old I mean there's nothing you can do about that and they probably don't want to super CGI his face kind of like they did with Luke in the Mandalorian yeah it didn't look right that was rough rough yeah Yeah, they didn't want to do all that I think so but I mean it's really nice it's really cool to see them like not at each other's throat and Anakin not as Darth Vader as his, I guess, light self. They do that justice, I think. Yeah. And then, like, Luke and Leia, I think they do all right. Luke's a little, you don't see him too much. Um, He seems like a little crybaby-ish, but, I mean, I think Luke's like that anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I love Luke, but, I mean, I understand it. I was kind of excited to see more, more extensive... I guess details are more getting to know the characters with Owen and Baru. Yeah. Like, I was, thought that was actually yeah. pretty cool. That was pretty you, dope. You didn't know really anything about these two characters. Uh, have you seen the theory that when, you know, they die and um, A New Hope, that um, th- that's Stormtrooper bodies and they actually got away? <laughs> <laughs> because they were so badass Yeah, Obi-Wan. They're yeah. like, maybe they actually escaped and Luke just walked up and thought the wrong thing. Yeah, it kind of sucks because you're like, oh, man, these characters are awesome. But <laughs> Too it's, bad they well, died. Right. I know your fate. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. crispy. Yeah. But no, I thought it was cool to see, you know, them open up and you actually get to, they become likable characters. And you're like, oh, well, they're not just some farmhands that can't defend themselves against anything. Right? Yeah, and they like deep dive into the characters that are kind of sides in the movie. I mean, and I'm glad that they brought back the same actors and actresses. Yeah. I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Because nice. even though 
they're not big characters and you know they don't well, get the, a whole same thing with time. the organos too right like it, it's that's kind of a big deal to me <laughs> that we're oh. bringing back the same actors and actresses that were in the original i remember um bell he looked real old so we're talking about the characters uh let's talk about reva what did you guys think of her uh, at first, I, I wasn't happy at first, but I mean, it's, you know, it's another, I just thought she was real dramatic, almost too dramatic, but it, her character grew into something better. Like when the more the episodes went on, the more you learned about her. So I ended up being okay. Yeah. Cause at first I, I thought she was going to get on my nerves. I thought that she was just kind of being like arrogant and trying to get to the top. But then when you find out that she's actually looking for Kenobi, it kind of like, opens up a door that she has a purpose and she's not just being evil to be evil. Well, yeah, but well, they sit in that alleyway. The thing that got me is when they were, like, sitting in the alleyway and she was talking to the Grand Inquisitor. No, not the Grand Inquisitor, but the other guy. And she, like, starts yelling. And it's like, well, why are you yelling right now? <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> this is a little dramatic. And it was a little dramatic at first, but she actually did grow on me. And I think her story will be cool, which I think she's getting her own show. Uh, yeah, I think there's and something's in the works. You don't see, I mean, yeah, Darth Vader did it, but you don't see a lot of people who, like, Darth Vader became light towards the end, you know, and that, like, he died after that. And then even, spoilers, Ben or Kylo, he, when he became light, he only got a few moments before he died. Right. Yeah. And this is, like, one of the first times you get to see somebody that's dark, turn back to the light they don't go into that too much yeah so that that will be interesting to see and that's kind of how i looked at it can we talk about like the first time that obi-wan and vader see each other like i really like this show because it shows the true power of vader you know i oh, kind of yeah. felt like in you know four five and six yeah you see it he's the big bad tyrant you know what i mean but you can I feel see like dragging people through the fucking right. Yeah, like it's intense. Yeah, it's such it breaking the necks yes. shit while walking, and then yeah, it's yeah. Insane. And this this like show shit like without being a cartoon because you can do a lot more stuff than a cartoon. But in this showed like the power of the force. Like when Darth Vader ripped the ship out of the sky oh, no, yeah. and ripped the things off, I was like, bro, I've been waiting for like force powers like this. For so long, which they couldn't achieve that back then. Right. That's probably how Lucas would want Darth Vader. But even then, after those original movies were made, they Darth Vader's character, everybody loved him, and it, they just built built on him. I feel like, yeah. and he's like got more powerful, more powerful, and then he became this character that was super powerful, more than the original trilogy. You know what I mean? Right. I love how in. I can't remember what uh, the newer trilogy, but when it's Ray and Kylo Ren or Ben sitting there holding that small plane back from flying off, struggling, and then you just, Darth Vader just walks in and it's a plane two times as big and just stops it. It's yeah. like, yeah, and rips it down. Hell yeah. Nearly just rips yeah. it apart. Like this man could just vaporize someone with the force, I feel like. Well, I mean, like even in that last little battle, they showed like when Obi Wan picked up the rocks. Oh my and, god! All of the rocks. Yes. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Just listen. That <laughs> literally, like, I would walk through in high school. I would walk through this, thinking about 
the force like that and like why doesn't somebody just pick up a bunch of stuff and throw it at people yeah because you know you never see that except in a cartoon or a video game but right. now it's the technologies where it needs to be for them to be able to do stuff like that and i hope they continue to show like which i mean darth vader and obi-wan that's probably almost as powerful as you're going to see yeah right now but yeah but again i mean like i said that's why i love i love the time frame I love that there's so much more that they can add to any of these characters that they want to. Yeah. And I like that direction. I know some people may not, you know, some people may want to look towards the future, but I'm okay with the period that we're in right now. Yeah. And as long as it, I mean, eventually I think, you know, it's going to come to an end because they're going to do the high Republic stuff. And that will, that will be refreshing as long as they do it right. But it is, it is cool. Cause like you were saying, they have so much time between each trilogy but even between each movie like between five and six you know luke grows so much right he like hangs out with yoda a lot more and stuff like that and like they could do all this they have all this background that you see and all these characters they've made and there's like people really like i bet a lot of these writers are people who watched star wars when they were younger and so they had they've had this stuff billowing up in their heads about what they want to do and they finally get to put it out there and everybody loves it so yeah just imagine having all growing up watching star wars and having all these thoughts in your head and actually being able to put them into a show yeah they come to fruition and like yeah obi-wan's lifting rocks and stuff yeah and pummeling the shit out of darth vader and i love how there was just so many subtle small things in the show that a normal person might have missed. I missed it the first time, but when Obi-Wan slashes Vader's helmet and he gets the cut on his head, and that's the same cut he has on his head when Anakin, not Anakin, Luke takes off his helmet. And yeah, I didn't even notice that. So yeah, I didn't notice that either. Yeah. Yeah, that part was, that was, I think Hayden Christensen did re- re- redeem himself when he did. And that I, little part right there. I didn't think it was really badass how it kept switching between Hayden Christensen's voice and James Earl Jones's voice. Yeah, that that made that so much more emotional and yeah. to bring that back. Yeah, and it's just like... And like... Um, you, when you, you think of Darth Vader, you think of James Earl Jones and you easily forget that... There's still Vader, a human under there. Yeah, yeah like that's... Anakin's under there and it's only the suit making him sound deep. Yeah, it kind of it brings you into Obi Wan's shoes emotionally mm-hmm. because it reminds us as viewers that that's Anakin we're watching, yeah. and that's how Kenobi feels about yeah, like the mask and the suit and everything. Almost, I mean, it not to sound redundant, but it makes a mask, and you forget the human that's inside there because right. he's just this big bad evil guy that everybody's scared of. But Obi Wan knocks that off, and he's like, "Hold up a second, he's not this big evil guy. This is the guy I trained." Who is my brother? But then even when he starts talking and he can see that how far and how deep Anakin has gone, he knows that even though he wasn't right, that's how he felt in the moment. And that's that maybe explains why he doesn't keep chasing Anakin down and Darth Vader down because he knows he's lost. I And, you know, to add to that, I think that this show did a fantastic job of transitioning that character you know what i mean like 
again, at the beginning, Obi-Wan is saying Anakin. This is just Anakin in a suit. This is Anakin, Anakin, Anakin. And then by the end of it, it's like, no, this is Vader. It is now Darth Vader. It's not, Anakin's gone. There's no more Anakin. It's all Darth Vader from here on out. Well, in the beginning, um, Obi-Wan originally thought that Anakin was dead until Reva, him and they would get confronted on that planet and she tells him Anakin's still alive. And I feel like in the back of his head, he always knew that he only knew he could feel it, but he didn't want to believe it. And then that one person telling him, yeah, he's not dead. But well, I don't know. I think his seclusion, like he been, it's been 10 years and this man, and you've seen what he's done. He's gone through like, he, like normal life. He's got well, a day job. He disconnected yeah. himself from the force. Yeah. So maybe he didn't really I don't think him. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why it was such and a then, shock. Yeah. And then he, he says Anakin and that's when Anakin wakes up. That's when Darth Vader wakes up because I think that was a big enough thing where he, Obi-Wan just, it's like, it was that click. And mm-hmm. and then even Darth Vader was like, oh, there you are. <laughs> there he is. I found you. Yeah. You're still out there. And then that, I think, even then, that's when Obi-Wan, and it's nice to see that rust come off, but that's when he starts getting, I think that's when his force clicks back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe yeah. he thinks, oh, maybe I can... Maybe I can save him or something. He doesn't know what Darth Vader is yet until Darth Vader comes and is just killing random folks down the street. Well, uh, uh, something I noticed on rewatch is at the end when they're fighting each other, he keeps calling him Anakin until right before he walks away, he calls him Darth. And if you if you go back and watch four, five, and six, he always calls him Darth in that. And I think that that too was like a, a subtle nod to those movies and shows that well, it, he's finally accepted that he's his accepted friend is gone. That, yeah, his brother is gone. Yeah. And Anakin's. Not I mean, every, everything they did with that part with Obi Wan saying Darth and then him seeing Anakin with his in the mask or whatever. And then even, I mean, they even used the lightsaber colors. Mm-hmm. Like at first it was blue when Anakin's, Anakin's talking, kind of. But then. When everything you realize that he's lost, that's when it turns red. Like I said, I, I mean, just repeating what before when we were talking, that it just felt like a beautiful transition yeah. to me. There was moments of foreshadowing that I noticed on rewatch, and I don't know if you guys noticed this because I didn't, and I was surprised that Qui-Gon showed up at the end, but if we, you're listening to the recap when it's playing the scenes from 1, 2, and 3, there's a moment where Yoda is talking to Obi-Wan and tells him, I'm yep. going to teach you how to commune with Qui-Gon. And that's like, you guys might have caught that. And it's like, oh, maybe he's going to be in it. He's been it. living with me for so many years. Right. <laughs> I've been waiting for this to, because it, it pops up in three and like, I love Qui-Gon. And when Yoda said that, I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I get to see Qui-Gon again. And it never, like nothing ever happened with that. And I was like, when is this Megos? Me and Katie talked about that too. And, you know, I we had said that. I was like, you know, it, it was there in the back of my mind through this entire show that maybe something's going to happen with it. I mean, why else put it in the recap of him talking? But, you know, that yeah. scene with Yoda. And it was just one of those things where I was like, I hope it happens. And it did. And it yeah, was yeah. great. And it made me cry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it. The three of us watched it. Haley was there too. But in the fight scene, 
me and Tyler were kind of teared up and like we kind of looked at each other it was we were like tried to hold it together and then at the end when Qui-Gon was there we were like oh shit like I wasn't expecting it at all oh, I, so I yeah oh yeah this man about to pop up yeah. I know is <laughs> with um oh the whole scene with uh the first time Obi-Wan sees Vader or when he feels him and he's and he just kind of like falls over from that point until like Midway through Obi Wan getting his ass kicked, my heart didn't beat once. It was just like, oh fuck! And I was there watching it by myself and just couldn't talk about it. And it was like, holy crap, man! Yeah, I mean they do—they do so good. Like you know, Obi Wan's going to survive. He has to do it, but they do. They still do so good with the suspense and seeing it's like, oh man, come on, we won't get up. Right, we're still worried in that first encounter. And we're still kind of like, oh, oh no, what? What what could happen? You know what I mean? Like you're not really thinking about well, Obi Wan still, he's gonna live, right? But yeah, but you don't see the way out of it, so you're right. still like worried. Yeah, there's a lot of moments in that, and one of my one of the funniest moments is when he uh, his name's like Frank or whatever the guy when they're on that planet, and it's just Obi Wan and Leia, and he's like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. And to the, to the spaceport or whatever, and then they walk around the back and the Imperial flag was on there. I was making a Snapchat live watching it and was like, this great guy seems like a nice person, right? As it pans to the back <laughs> and there's a Imperial flag. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I think they did that and they show you that you really can't trust anybody. No. Like, there's a reason why he's secluded in on Tatooine. It's because... Like nobody makes it out. They're hunting down everybody. How did how did y'all feel about that scene? You know, on that same planet where they're riding in it and everything, and they're just kind of wandering around. How did y'all feel about the like? I guess if you weren't paying attention, you would have missed it. But when he's looking out in the distance and he sees Anakin, how would you miss that, Scott? Oh. I'm no, I'm just saying that like if you weren't really paying attention to the show at the point, you would have missed it. Like I'm pretty sure. You didn't realize who it was at the very beginning. Well, yeah. that's like the first time you see Anakin in the whole series. That's like the But it's a flash. It doesn't I mean, last very long. I mean, at all. he just looks over and then he turns around. I mean, and that's no way it. you can miss that, bro. But they kind of draw attention to it, though. Extremely. He's the only thing in the frame. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Scott, Scott, Scott was starting to doze off. Yeah, yeah. Scott was falling asleep. <laughs> but I mean, when he does pop up, it's not, it's like kind of gives you like, chill bumps because it's like ooh, he sees anakin right well and it's like all of this dealing with leia and trying to save leia is just stirring up all these bad memories and it's it's going crazy seeing shit even well i think it's more just maybe he knows what's coming because he's his force is coming back and that could even you can even say that's a vision like he sees his old padawan he sees his old friend his brother and he sees him sitting there and he's like oh god i know something's coming to a head how did obi-wan get so good with a blaster <laughs> i mean he's a that, jedi they i mean have, yeah they have the force and stuff i mean that's like he just knows yeah it's like him being in a they probably do train i don't know so much on it well, but right when he kills or when he shoots grievous he's like so uncivilized and like throws it and it's just like well that's a nod to the um to their originals because the more civilized yeah. Uh, yeah 
So I need to go back and rewatch the you do. sequels because there's probably so much stuff I'm going to be like, oh. yeah, watch the original. It's and in the prequels. There's so much. Yeah, you should probably just have a whole because like I've always watched them and I was but I was a kid and I haven't like sat down and just paid attention like I can now because I'm an adult and there's so much stuff in there. Yeah, we just rewatched all of them because as a kid I never watched Star Wars like my dad loved it but like I wouldn't sit down and watch it with him and so since Tyler's obsessed with it we rewatched everything and I I did think it was interesting I I see why people loved it back then especially the originals the prequels it was a little slow at first I it, it took me a hot minute the last one is amazing like I really enjoyed it but it, it was hard. So the, when y'all say one. it's like nostalgic, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I can't sit there and watch through those again. I don't think. Yeah, this the second one was a long run. It is pure, like it's that everywhere. is that is nostalgia. And even even McGregor said like they made those movies, and they they were not taken too well. Right. And it kind of like deflated everybody, and they're like, man, that kind of sucks because they worked hard on them. And then he says like. He was he never really wanted to return to Star Wars or whatever because of all that that happened, and then he got like I don't know fourteen years later, however long more than that, he saw all the kids that grown up with the prequels and saw how much they loved it and how much people are into it, and he was like, oh well, maybe we can do this again, and it's almost like a little bit of redemption. I think it is a redemption for them doing the show and maybe that's why they went so hard in the paint on it yeah <laughs> like even Hayne Christensen probably came back and he was like you know what I need to I need to I need to step it up and he's older so he knows what he's doing more than he was when he back then I don't know how old he was but he was probably young yeah and like it takes time to become a great actor and stuff okay. and I think that with the time that he spent while well, I'm mean, on his farm I guess he I think he really like he brought his A game because he knew he needed to. Oh, I definitely agree with the that. The only the only other thing I've seen Hayden Christensen Hayden Christensen in is the movie Jumper, and his acting wasn't very good in that. I still love that movie. I, think, I mean, he's got a couple movies, but I mean, I don't think he did a whole lot after Saw or something. I mean, even I don't think it's totally his fault for the bad acting. Right. I think his a lot of it was probably writing, think- and then his chemistry with. Um, What's her name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. That just wasn't, it wasn't there. I think, too, that it's kind of generational. And so uh, the adults at the time that were watching that wanted it to be the Star Wars they grew up with, and it wasn't. And it's kind of like how we feel about the new trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be a whole generation of kids that love that. Mr. will love it. Right. You know? And so I think some of it's just generational and it wasn't necessarily him either because it, it could be because I just like them. But when I go back and watch them, they're not that bad to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. They're like, it's like, look, these aren't that bad. I mean, the whole pair scene is kind of bad, but. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. It has its moments. <laughs> like the newer kids watching the new, the newer trilogy and. My old self in the back of the room when Ray's like, Skywalker, you're wrong, bitch. You're wrong. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just keep yourself palped? Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, redeem, redeem that name. Yeah. Like, Skywalker is already great. We we know that. You Yeah, make Palpatine like that. That's probably the best thing you could do. Right. Make, 
the Palpatine name a good name. That kind of throws out a little... Daddy issues. I <laughs> well, I mean, they go into that with, like, how she's... That's a whole deep, 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 deep dive. But how she... It's like, you know, Palpatine's cloning himself. Yeah. And he made a clone that was, like, good. But I think it was, like, wasn't time for him to take over that body or whatever. So he just sent him out. And he had a kid, and that was Ray. And then Palpatine's like, that's the one I want, which is kind of weird, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's her. <laughs> it's, it's her. But I'm glad I'm glad Palpatine didn't make us like that he was a huge thing in Obi-Wan. He was just caught towards the end, and he still made me laugh with his mouth hanging open. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it happened. We're not stuck about it. Do it. Well, I mean, even then, that was like, that was a good little scene where Palpatine was like, so your old master popped up and whooped your ass. You do realize I'm still your master, right? Darth Vader's like, yeah. Because Darth Vader still wants that power. Like, I don't, he still wants to oh, he's be like super powerful. Yeah, yeah he's, he just wants to grow his power. He's like so consumed by anger and hate that he wants to become, which he does, but. Let's talk about the fact that Reba thought she was going to pull one over on old Vader. She thought she was going to trick this man into... Well, I think Darth Vader doesn't pop up in people's... Like, even in, like, the people under him, he doesn't pop up that much. He wants to keep that fear. Right. And, like, he's, like, that mystery. And I think he even... I think that might be purposeful. So if somebody's like, oh, I can beat him, he's like, no, you can't. You don't know what I'm about. I don't know. I mean, am I the only one that thought this was, it wasn't a good idea to confront this man? Like, come on. Did anybody else see it coming that Vader was going to stop her? Like well, I remember it coming, and I thought that she was gonna die. But right, I did too. I was like, "This is the end of that character." Well, how do you know that Obi Wan wasn't using a mind trick on her too? I mean, he's super powerful. Like, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think he could. Maybe it's not like the wave your hand and they completely say because she's obviously better than a, a stormtrooper. But Jedi, I believe they can they can be subtle about it. You know what I mean? They can just kind of plant stuff in your head, and that's probably what Obi Wan was doing. When do you think that is that what? Like, that's what I think. I do. I do think that as he's sitting there, like he can, as he's like strong in the Force, he can subtly plant stuff. It's almost like indoctrination, like in Mass Effect. Right. I mean, it's not as intense, but he can like plant this stuff, and he makes it like you can face it. That's pretty cool. And he, I mean, if you think about it like that, like. To more powerful-minded people, you have to be more subtle. And that he kind of worked off of what he knew off of her, and he kind of, like, influenced it, and he probably used the Force to do it. It's kind of fucked up, though. And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah, you can face Vader. Go ahead. I mean, even the Jedi were, I mean, if you look back, (laughs) they were a little corrupt. Oh, yeah. They got messed up. Like, they got too political and stuff, and that's like... That's what their downfall was. Even like Yoda thinks that. Yoda can see where the Jedi is going, especially with the Clone Wars and everything. He sees how like they're kind of becoming corrupted. They're not like that. They're killing people and stuff because they have to. And that almost like I think messes with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they maybe they got some dirty tricks up their sleeves. You'd want to think that they're all good, but... They might not be all good. 
<laughs> they might they might be do some dirty shit. That's uh, I can't remember which one it was the one with Conehead Moondy. Yeah, he had one eye Moondy. Yeah, yeah, but he had like a hundred and like something wives because he was. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's like <laughs> legend or canon. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I watched the video on talking about how he wasn't a very good Jedi. And something with him was like he was like one of the last few males yeah, of his okay. race and like they needed him. like it was a duty to his people I don't know it was weird it's pretty much <laughs> I mean that's like I mean that's just I say being human which are all aliens but that's the whole like they're still like you can't be purely good the whole time like you're gonna have to you're gonna mess up right I think like even Obi-Wan knows he messed up with Anakin like he probably could have done something different like even he says it like he says I'm sorry and that, I mean that little conversation when Anakin says he killed Anakin. Darth Vader killed Anakin. I mean, it's true, but Obi-Wan, he knows that he could have done stuff a little bit differently. Well, how many times did, like, any of the Jedi give in to their own emotions or this or that, you know? Like yeah. I said, none of, none of them are perfect. You know, the light side is, it's a fine line, and nobody can just follow it straight, I feel like. Well, that's, like, Luke's whole thing is his... Which I mind they said it. He's like, you don't have to be a Jedi. You don't have to follow this code. Like he kind of, he kind of was like, you can love people and have love in your life and still be a good person, right? And like you know, the Jedi were like, no, you can't have nobody. And that almost like, do you think that Anakin maybe would have turned to the dark side if he could openly had a relationship with Padme, like a good relationship, and not had to hide it and stuff? I mean, he had he got her pregnant and stuff, and he knew that would be bad. And like, and then he started seeing this, and he instead of Instead of going to seek the guidance of, like, Yoda and stuff like that, he kept his secret and dealt with him by himself and had Palpatine influence him the whole time. So are you, are you asking, like, do you think that if he could have openly had a relationship, do you think he would have swayed to the dark side? Is that what you're asking? He wouldn't have swayed to the dark okay. side. Okay. No, I agree. Uh, I mean, he yeah. swayed to the dark side because he couldn't have. Right, right. Yeah. There's no way. Well, and it was the fear. Palpatine. Yeah. The fear of losing her and everything, too, you know? Yeah, and that was the biggest thing. He's the one that kills her. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole, like, seeing the future thing. Like, you don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah. And so, I mean, if he could have had an open relationship with Padme, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, people would have known about them being together, which, you know, Obi-Wan has ideas and stuff and kind of knew it. So pretty much what we're saying is that this is all the Jedi Council's fault. Some people do believe it. Basically. <laughs> I mean, I think they do have something to do with it. Right. No, I agree. Because they could have, they could have, like, helped him out. And, like, they didn't make him a master because they were scared of him. Their fear caused it, too. I mean, it's not, Palpatine definitely influenced that boy. One of the big things they did that was kind of like, why'd y'all do that? It was like, hey, I know Palpatine's, like, (laughs) leading you, and they're, like, leading you this way, but how about you spy on them for us? And... Yeah, that kind of fucked up. Well, yeah, it was kind of like they wanted them to do their dirty work, but they didn't want to let them all the way in. You know what I mean? Like, he he was boxed, I felt like. Like, it was like, hey, yeah, we're going to do this for you, but you're not all the way in with us because we also don't trust you. Yeah. Yeah, all those events led to him doing... It's like almost everybody's fault. Well, it's like they kept... They kept feeling like he was still a kid, like you're not allowed to do the things. And that makes anybody angry. Yeah, and but in the end, he made the choice. You can't excuse Anakin. Like, oh, all these people did it to you. It's not your fault. Still Anakin's fault. 
I mean, he still just chose, he still killed kids. Bro. Yeah. That's messed up, man. A lot of. Yeah. No matter how much. You have to own up to like, who you are. Yeah. You still got to own up to it. Like, it don't matter how much somebody tells you to kill kids, you shouldn't kill kids. Which, I mean, that's not the only thing he did, but that's one of the big bad things he did. Yeah. And it's like the whole redeeming thing with Darth Vader at the very end. He's like, he's on the good side now. But it doesn't change the fact that he killed shit on the kids. Just that he probably me. sees them as force ghosts. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you. I remember you. I remember you. One oh, says, Master Skywalker. <laughs> shit. Oh, my every, God. <laughs> every time he wakes up. <laughs> just nightmares. Listen, I was in a dark place. <laughs> For a really long time. I, I have another thing to talk about. Um... The fact that all these Jedi are just out here burying their lightsabers in the um, desert in, on Tatooine, and you get, like, like a kid one day just going out there, and, like, the sand blows a certain way. He sees a little shiny object. Next thing you know, he fucking chops his mom's head off. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, look. If I'm going to Tatooine, I'm bringing a metal, metal detector, detector, and I'm just <laughs> anywhere and everywhere. We're going to Yeah. <laughs> We're going to comb the desert. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball's reference. Right. <laughs> Man, they shit up here. <laughs> that would be wild, though, to, to find a random lightsaber and you're like, what is this? Which yeah. I think there's something to do with, like, you got to be able to use the force to, like, activate. I'm sorry. But still, like, what happened to that kid? I, I mean, not necessarily, because well, there's still people who actually. I don't, I don't think you have to use the force to activate a lightsaber because Luke. Turns on the lightsaber that... Well, he is Force-sensitive. Yeah, I know, but he didn't use the Force, no. Yeah, it's kind of weird. What know. about Finn? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm Granted, kidding. don't... don't. Yeah, I know, that's a whole other... I think it's more like, I mean, you have to have... You have to be a Jedi or Sith to be able to use it. Like, efficiently. And, well, like, I don't know. Before. The way Episode Seven did with Finn, and, you know, like, another can of worms, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah I got a better Jedi. on that. <laughs> Yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that man should have been a Jedi. Right. But, you know. Any other final thoughts? Um. Well, I was going to just go over the celebrity thing real quick. Okay. So, in it, you know, in, in Obi-Wan, there was two big celebrity cameos, and one of them was Flea, the basis for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's actually the one that snags Leia. Oh. And, um... Yeah. I watched a documentary this week on the uh, Woodstock of 99, and Flea was the one to get up on stage completely nude. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Here we have it. Flea, everybody. And then, uh, of course, y'all y'all probably know Ewan McGregor's daughter was in it also. And Yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, yeah, because he says, I'm looking for my daughter, talking about Leia, yeah. and he's talking to his daughter. When you sent these notes out, the whenever you sent them out, I was going through them, and I saw that I saw Ewan McGregor's daughter. I was like, I had to look that up, and I was like, "Holy crap! His daughter's a drug dealer!" Like, <laughs> I didn't know it at first either. I mean, I think I saw it on TikTok or something. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool that they bring people in like that. And it's probably, which I mean, his dad, her dad, did Star Wars, so, but, um. All the other, like, celebrities and stuff, they're probably big Star Wars fans. And right, they probably want it to be a part of the universe in some yeah. type of way, which is pretty I cool. would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, of course. Yeah. 
I'm actually going to school and saying, yeah, my, my dad's Obi-Wan. I, mm, mm. Or just being able to say, hey, yeah, you see that stormtrooper way in the back? He's like, third one over? That was me. That was me. The one that hits his helmet on the on the, on the top of the door? <laughs> yeah. That's me. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. The sound then. So Daniel Craig and Tom Hardy both had cameos as stormtroopers, and you'd never know it was them, obviously. But um, then... Supposedly, Prince William and Prince Harry also were stormtroopers, but the rumor is that the scene got cut because they were too tall, but there's a deleted scene that's floating around, and people think it's the two of them, but it's not confirmed. And then... Um, that's probably because of all the drama that was going on. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Trying to stay away from the royal family. Then one of the ones that surprised me, and... You know, just in talk of celebrities, people always compare Natalie Portman to uh, Kira Knightley. And I didn't realize that Kira Knightley played Queen Amidala when she was the double. Really? Did yep. y'all know that? Yep. Who's who's the other girl? I didn't even notice Kira, that rewatching it. Yeah, Kira Knightley, she's the main chick in Parts of the Caribbean. Oh, shit. And they Elizabeth. look very similar. Yeah. Oh, I like, never God. caught that. <laughs> and I even, when I read that, I even went on IMDb to double check, and it's legit. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even notice that, and I've recently Me neither. Because she's got all the face paint, and I thought that, you know, they just did, like, CGI and had the two of them next to each other or whatever. But no, it's Kira Knightley. That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty dope. It is pretty cool. Right? And then um, Bill Hader helped with the voicing of BB-8. <laughs> He is, he is not the voice of BB-8, but he helped behind he helped the scenes it. on the voicing of it. He did pretty good robot sounds and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. So yeah, oh, yeah. He's like impressions and stuff like that. Have you yeah. heard this man do impressions? It's pretty great. I don't know what they're going to do when James Earl Jones dies. There, there's no way you can make don't talk Darth Vader voice. There's think, no way. I think that they have enough of well, yeah, 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 this that they can keep using it. But um, the last one... I thought this was like the weirdest one. Is Simon Pegg is in uh, the episode seven, but he plays a character called Unkar Plutt, and he's the guy who has the Millennium Falcon, and he's like a he's like behind the counter, and he's under so much makeup and stuff. He's the never one met. that Ray's buying the food from, right? When she's going to sell the stuff. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, Pegg. Yeah. Like Shaun of the Dead. Oh, he's yeah. in hot fuzz. He's under so much makeup and he does a voice and everything. You'd never know it was him, but that was him. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There was there was others, but do you think that's just to get more press? Like to put these people in those positions? I don't I mean know. you don't you don't know who they are. Yeah, it's there it's like super annoying. But you can add it to like, the cast list and it's more people watching. Or maybe Simon Pegg was just like you know, Daniel Craig, all these people could just be like huge mega what? fans and just do it because they think it's cool as shit. They got Bill Burr in The Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. yeah as a so weird. bounty hunter or whatever. And like even when he first, I heard that like when they first approached him about it, he was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then they were like, but that's the reason you should do it because it's funny and your fans will love it because they know how much crap you talk on Star Wars. And he's like, you know, that's right. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> and he actually does pretty good in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's like super dope in it, and he has like a very small character arc that everyone was like, "All right, I can get behind this. This is a pretty cool character." Yeah. I mean, that's like I think Star Wars has always been known just to like they bring up. I think that's why they did with like Ray and Finn and stuff is like 
these kind of not known actors like Luke and Leia and stuff like that, Mark Hamill and um, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Sorry. Shout out. Uh, it's like these unknown actors in it. Like, that's kind of like the whole thing with Star Wars. And I feel like they were like, everybody has such big love for it that all these celebrities and stuff are like, of course I want to be in it. I, I mean, anybody would want to be in it. I would be in it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But a little side note, Yoda, I rewatched him in the original whenever he pops up. And that man is silly. And have you seen that? He is good. Not to go into like, like we're all talking about Obi-Wan, but he's silly. And you know why they say he's silly? It's because of his cane. It's supposed to, it's like, um, it has something in it. And I can't think of it exactly what it is, but. Okay. But it is a <laughs> drug. Yeah. No, it's a drug. It's a pain, like a painkiller because he's so old. And that's what makes him silly. Like he's high because that's why I he's just... always wanted to eat and stuff. <laughs> It's because he's like all doped up on this cane. He's just an old man. I, I just feel like <laughs> well, I, I think he's doing it because he's like testing the patience of Luke. This is like he's like, let me act silly, because this 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 boy coming to me, he's not ready. Because even in the whole time he's saying it to Obi Wan, he's like, he's not ready. Yeah, I, I I just feel like he's crazy because he's been stuck on Dagobah for. That's I think it's a, it's a, uh, it's a combination of it's everything. Like, yeah, everything's kind of built up, but even then, he like gets serious and he's like, <laughs> shows that man up. I mean, they had to make him interesting in the originals, like yeah, I mean, they get people to watch. We were watching it, and the whole when he dies, and he's laying in the bed, and he keeps like turning over, and then he turns back. We think he dies. And he turns back and over, talks to him again, and you're like, oh my god, bro. <laughs> Any minute. Now. Yeah. It would have been cool if they would have popped him up in Obi Wan, but I mean, you can't. There's no way to do it. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, they probably. Visit the I mean, that up? would be like, cool in the. Maybe in a. Like, if they do another season, like, maybe they should only do one well, or two. That's another thing. They have so much room to do anything with during this time period. Who knows? Maybe Yoda will get something eventually, you know? You never know. He might pick up his little. Little phone thing they have or whatever, and just you know, give Obi Wan a call, see how he's doing. There, he could Obi Wan give a Christmas card in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. opens a Christmas card. Yoda from Dagobah. Happy, Selfie. Happy holidays from Dagobah, and Yoda's like back there, seventeen snakes and a fucking water lizard. He runs up literally. Yeah. He's taking up drawing. He sketches the postcard out. Yeah. It's like super detailed. <laughs> From mine to yours, Yoda. <laughs> Bet you still haven't learned how to talk with Qui-Gon yet, have you, nerd? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that whoever listens to this, that you enjoyed our first official episode of Stuck in a Side Quest. We plan on bringing you all a lot more, and hopefully you join along the way. You know, you know the old saying, you got to hit that like and subscribe, whatever you're on, rate follow, us. Follow, share. Yeah, follow, share us. Give if you us liked us. Yeah. Just give us constructive criticism. Yeah, we're, we're, we're totally down for it. Um, but that's the end of this side quest.